0: A crazy podcast about DC With your host E-Rock and PD When we speak up, you get your keeks up Cause you know you got to get geeked up So sit back, relax, and get comfy Lose your mind like Solomon Grundy And listen to a show that won't be forgotten Coming straight out of Gossip
1: Gotham City. welcome to another episode of straight out of the gotham episode 109 we are a fandom pop culture podcast and a proud member of the batman podcast network hosted by batmanonfilm.com check out all the other great shows on the network by heading on over to bof clicking that podcast drop down and selecting one of the many great shows uh that we have to offer tons of great content made by fabulous just wonderful people who uh really do know what they're talking about unlike some of these people on the internet I'm your co-host from the other side of the Hudson River, a senior contributor to Batman on Film. I'm Peter Arver, and today we are recording on February 26, 2023. And as always, I have a great show for you today. But before we get into good stuff, I'd like to remind you—that's right—you are a faithful listener. That if you take the time to rate and review this show on Apple Podcasts, and we read your review on air, you just want a straight out of Gotham prize pack. So get those in. And if you want us to buy you stuff, you got to say nice stuff about us. That's how this works. Or you'd say bad stuff about us. And if it makes us laugh, we'll still send you cool stuff. So that's how we'll play this. Now, let me introduce you to my partner in crime, the man who won the 1988 mattress firm of Huntington sleeping off championship. That is 39 beds in 49 hours. Ladies and gentlemen, a junior Batman on film contributor, Eric Holzman.
0: Thank you, Pete. And if anyone can sleep, it's me. It is I me. just
1: don't know, like, how does it work? How do you sleep in that many beds? So that, like, you just, you just, like, how does it work? Like, how, what is the minimum amount of time you have to sleep to be counted as sleep?
0: It had to be, like, had to be over a little, it could be, had to be at least 30 minutes. So, once you do that, it's not hard to, to plot out exactly where you need to go next. So, okay. it was very, very, and there were a few, like, at the same store that you could do it, to could sleep in at the same place. So, it was a, uh, you know, it was just, it, just easy to do. You Just get in, nap a little have bit. How you train for something like this? You kind of, well, the day before you don't. You kind of want to stay up as long as you can, mm-hmm. you know, just so that you have you have that tiredness level that you just need to sleep. And then the thing is, you had to like set an alarm so that you made sure you get up when you were sleeping in the bed. So uh, it was a. Uh, a little bit of a daunting task. Is there a, is
1: there a brand of alarm you prefer, and what's your like go to? Like what, what what always wakes no, you up? No,
0: that was the, I had the old Casio watch with the oh that, really? annoying, dee, 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 that one. That was it. That's it. That's that, your, was it. Okay, that was it. That was that was the alarm. That was the only alarm I needed. And uh, yeah, man, that's now for your sleeping uh, training montage, a la Rocky.
1: What is the song that they played?
0: Well, I can't see. I don't sleep with sound or light. So it has to be completely dark and no mm-hmm. sound. No sound. So there was nothing in the room. Nothing. Just oh, had wow. to, yeah. Just darkness. What happens is, though, you get more and more delirious because you're only getting a short amount of time, a short amount of time sleep, asleep. The so sounds like of the of- Aaron
1: Rodgers thing. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Well, I don't have, I don't have the drugs he had. I don't think. Are you uh, sure? Ayahuasca? Yeah, I don't think I had. Okay. Ayahuasca. So, um, I, I was young at. I mean, I was only twelve, so you know, you can't really have yeah, that I at that age. You get access to anything, but that's not true. That is definitely <laughs> not true. If that were true, things would be a lot would have been a lot different in my life. <laughs> but that is not true. So, but yeah, I mean, that was one of the fun ones, you know.
1: Well, sleep I'm glad you enjoy that,
0: is, but it screwed me up in the future because now I can't sleep at all. Like I sleep like five hours if I'm lucky. So, so
1: you've slept all your sleeping previously because of the sleep offs.
0: Yes, having to do the sleep off was, you know, screwed me up for the future. But hey, I would not have something to share with with the masses like this. I wouldn't. So you,
1: would so? Would you say that that one championship would probably mean the most to you because it's impacted your life so much?
0: It definitely is up there. Definitely up there. I think the pumpkin pie eating ones might be better because I just, I enjoyed pumpkin pie. Mm-hmm. I love pumpkin pie. So, you are, you are a big fan of pumpkin pie. Those might be better. So, mm-hmm. but yes, bringing up some mems, bringing up some good memories there. Some mems? Yes. Who says mems? What is mems? <laughs> I do, and I just said it now. When, so, there we go. When, now did that, go, when did that start? Now it's gonna be a thing. It's gonna be no, a thing now. Thing no one does. That's it. <laughs> what the <laughs> hell is mems? Aquaman says mems. People are gonna start Aquaman. saying mems. Mems, yeah. So there we go. That's that's it. Ooh, Bring up the mems. The yeah. mems. <laughs> we'll keep. We'll keep <laughs> we're gonna keep it moving. We'll just keep it moving. So sure. Yeah. Yeah. So what's up? So what's what's up with you? What's up with you? What's up with Peter Vera? What is going on in your fantastic, crazy life?
1: I'm here with you. We're gonna talk some news. That's it. That's it. That's all I got.
0: That is not fantastic. Or that crazy. Is, I,
1: I, I live for the news, Eric. That's what I do. <laughs> Have you spoken to Hezbollah? How's
0: how's how's our boy doing? How's, how's oh, well, Hezbollah? I
1: did just I did get back from a short trip in Dagestan, and it was fantastic. Um I did not see Hazbula, but I was only there for 48 hours, so I had to make it quick. But, what was that uh, trip it, like? It was long, the flights long. And the in-flight movie obviously was in Dagestani, so I didn't understand
0: it. <laughs> it was Rocky IV, was it? Was it it?
1: No, it was no? not. It was it was it was some sort of Dagestani like, you know, western. Okay. Um yeah, it was very interesting. It's you know, like you know how like the Italians had spaghetti westerns back in the day? Yes. Yeah, this is like, I don't know, they call these like Moscow Mule movies, you know, that's this—that's the movie they
0: are. Wow.
1: So, yeah, but um, it was interesting. Um, the, you know,
0: architecture is fantastic over there. Like, Why did you not, where was Hezbollah? Well, he was not there? He was.
1: I think Hezbollah was currently in Dubai.
0: Okay. And was this a fact finding mission for you? Or or were you like, are you going to interview him in the future? And you're talking to his family to try and find out information? I'm just trying to absorb what it is to be Dagestani.
1: Okay. And I got an idea of the culture and everything that's going on over there. It was very interesting.
0: All right. So, well, well, that's cool. Before you told me where he was from, I had no idea that was even a place, obviously. Well, it was new
1: for me, too. Hell. So. You know, it's a, uh, it's a nice little piece of Russia.
0: And do they pretty, have, very dangerous? Do, do they have a, uh-huh. an actual airport there? Or did you have to fly into like Moscow or somewhere?
1: I, I can't, because I can't read Russia. I have no idea where I was at any point in time. Like the Russian alphabet is very confusing to me as well as the language. Um, <laughs> so I honestly had no idea where I was. I and just they had that, no
0: issues with you being an American. They were cool. Okay. They
1: know that I run the largest Hezbollah fan. Oh, okay. So that was here, your. So I All had right. immunity.
0: Okay, but, that, was... um, that makes sense.
1: Yeah, they know what I'm doing because I'm spreading the word of Hezbollah. They let me. They let me run through the country freely. <laughs> the um, word
0: of Hezbollah. Yes. <laughs> I didn't know he had a Jesus-like stature, but I guess well, uh, well he does. over there it's very
1: so... it's a lot different. You know, the, right. the culture on the on the eastern
0: side of the world is just different. That's <clears> true. That's true. I mean, I wouldn't you know, know. I'm not from there. I don't understand their ways, but that's cool. Yeah, no, it was interesting. It was that's very cool. Yeah, I saw you. I, you didn't even tell me you were going, and then I saw you put it a quick trip, quick trip on Facebook. I was like, oh, damn! He finally took the took the leap. It's not expensive. Not a lot of
1: people go to to Dagestan. It's not like a destination, so I was able to get cheap tickets. Um,
0: hmm. Yeah. All right. Maybe I'll have to check it out in the future sometime. I
1: don't know uh-huh. if you should go, because you're not as well connected as I am. That's true. You'd have that's to true. bring me with you?
0: I can't even tell him, like, like, I'm Pete's friend. Like that I, won't if get I'm me not anywhere? there,
1: that's not going to do you any good.
0: You can't, like, send him a quick text? Be like, think- do you know that Aquaman is coming to <laughs> to Dagestan?
1: Yeah. Being the fact that you're almost like an emperor of your own people, like- I, I, I don't know if I should be the one to introduce <laughs> you. I think that's more of a political thing. Okay. You know, I'm like I'm almost like Dennis Rodman
0: to North ah, Korea when he went to North Korea. Yes. It's the similar okay. way to that. All right. Well, I hope I, I really I really think you should try and make that connection with with some of his peeps and then try and, you know, to connect them with you? No, not with me. You should do it for yourself and then Well, do don't an you interview. have a
1: Russian on your basketball team?
0: A Russian What's on a name it? like Munkenstein? Hartenstein, he's
1: German. Oh, I thought he was Russian. Okay, I'm sorry. No, Hart. Hartenstein. There's got to be some Russian <laughs> on the Russian. Islanders, right? Obviously, hockey. Every yeah, every, NHL team, yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Romanoff, every NHL team. Yeah.
1: Every NHL team has a Russian. So yes, That's our way in. That's how we'll work. That Eric will talk to. Uh, Rom- What's his name? Romanov. Yeah, yeah, Romanov. Yeah, yeah. Natasha's uh, second cousin. Uh, we'll talk. <laughs> we'll get in touch with him, and then that's how we can get Eric into the loop. That's that's
0: what. We'll All right. In. Well, then we're gonna have to do that because we that's should. Networking at its finest. So I should. Because I mean, I, I, I didn't
1: know like I mean if you wanted it on the Hasboulos stuff you could just let me know. Yeah, of course. Oh. Well, yeah. he's
0: he's fascinating. Oh, he's he's, he's fascinating. A he's fascinating dude.
1: The most interesting man under five feet tall I think I've ever met.
0: <laughs> Speaking of, well, well, we'll just dive into the news because you just gave me a perfect segue, talking about someone small, and I, we're gonna start with Ant and the Wasp Quantum Quantum Mania. Now apparently the, it's
1: the worst movie of all time.
0: Yes, you still have not seen it. No, but everyone Uh, says it
1: sucks.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Like I said on my initial, when I did my quick review on Facebook, I kind of gave it a five out of 10. If I went back now, it might even be less than that. Uh, The farther. Everyone says Majors is great, but the movie sucks. That's pretty much the truth. Like, he's fantastic. I liked Michelle Pfeiffer as well. I thought she was very good. But other than that, I really did not enjoy it. Thumbs down. So. Chinatown. But it did have a good it had a good opening weekend uh, with don't forget last weekend was President's Day so it had a four day opening weekend of 120 million which is pretty good. Ching. But but it dropped I think 71% this week. Oh. Yeah. So and it only got a cinema score I believe of B.
1: Oh, oh, oh. Yeah.
0: So that's not too good uh, and it's kind of bearing out that you know, just not, it's not one of the stronger MCU films. And it really is like people have talked about it and it's very much true. Everyone who says this is not lying. It's very much a setup for Kang. And so if you want, I mean, if, if you want to see what Kang is like, and if you want to see majors, cause he's fantastic, then that's the reason to go. I said that last week and I still believe that, but the more I get away from it and the more I think about the movie yet, yeah, it's, it's just wasn't good. Wow. So that didn't because i love ant-man
1: and i think the first two movies are really good i really like the second one no one else does but uh i do um um you know a lot of people have been questioning i think the whole like mcu fatigue comes mm-hmm. up now because it finally can be brought up because i feel like no one's been happy with the mcu outside of far from homeless phase right like I'm trying to look up the phases. I I've think, actually been particularly pleased with this phase of the MCU myself.
0: This is obviously the beginning of phase five. So this is the first movie technically in that phase. But So it's phase
1: four, the disappointing phase, is that we're going to call well, it? Well,
0: that's, that's the funny thing. Because people were always like, you know, why is everything... Like, it? not everything needs to connect. And then when it didn't connect in phase four, like, they were just movies. People were like, well, why, are, why isn't it connecting? Which is probably why I liked it the most, to be <laughs> honest with you so i enjoyed all the movies e- i mean people didn't like eternals i did um the was fine right like i enjoyed it uh multiverse of madness i enjoyed i
1: loved i uh, loved yeah. surprisingly loved
0: right i liked it uh black <laughs> widow i thought was great um i love shang chi like I all thought, of those yeah
1: shang chi was a real sleeper for me i went in there and i went i walked out loving
0: it yep I didn't like Thor Love and Thunder, but... I thought that was fantastic. I think that's the best Thor film since the first one. That's my... I just didn't like it. It's whatever. Like, you know, it's fine. I understand why people liked it. I thought... It, there, it In every MCU film, there are good things in them. I'll say that. There's Dude, not I a liked movie.
1: Love and Thunder a
0: lot more than I ever thought I was going to. So... So, I don't know if it's... If it's MCU fatigue, I do think the one thing I'll say, as I do think the people who complain that you have to watch everything or you're lost, I think there's something to that. Uh, I think, honestly,
1: my thing is, I think it's character. I think outside of Spider-Man, there's no big name character. Uh, What's his name? Uh, uh, God, Bozeman, sadly, is gone. So Black Panther is going to be a completely different franchise. Right. Blade has not been seen yet. Right. They're holding off on the X-Men.
0: Yep. Fantastic Fantastic Four.
1: I don't know if Fantastic Four is going to have Buzz. Right. But right now, the only headliner they have is Spider-Man. And we know Spider-Man 4 is currently in the works. That's coming. That's on the way. That's fine. But that's it. Captain America is is a new Captain America. Right. We got to see what that's like. Right. It's basically a new character.
0: Right. We got a tease of it in a TV show, which I thought was fantastic. Right, we don't know what's going on with the Hulk, even though they bear, yeah, apparently yeah, have the rights.
1: Always, last we, hauled, we saw the Hulk, he was in space.
0: Right, so we don't know what's going on there. Yeah, that's
1: it. Yeah, you know, the, the, it's it's a transition period until the X Men come back, and until you see Wolverine and Cyclops and Storm and like we're talking big names. That's true. There are that's no big true. names in the MCU
0: right now, except Spider Man. I wish they would have. I wish because. I thought he was fantastic, and I thought the movie was very good. I wish they would have Shang Chi more involved in stuff. Uh, you know, if they're gonna have this through line, obviously the MCU can everything connects. Like, have the popular characters show up in things. Um, I I'd think like to see more. I just,
1: I think he's, that movie was awesome. And most of it's because of my love for Aquafina. Like, she's just absolutely amazing. <laughs> in
0: everything. I'm sorry, she's just. I I mean you are right. There is definitely an, a star power issue, and not only that, like the big name actors who are attached to the movies in the first phases. I think it's one of the same. Downey's not there anymore, right? Like you don't have these draws. Scarlett Johansson's not there anymore now. Uh, you know, Chris her, Evans. Her movie
1: was the Forgotten movie, I think. In right. The after phase. I love. So you movie. don't
0: have these names that people know. Mm-hmm. Uh, Rudd is the only one that really people would know. Um, was Paul Rudd. And I guess Hemsworth, but I never thought Hemsworth was that big an actor. Like, Thor made him a big actor. He wasn't big before Thor. Uh, mm. So, yeah, it's been tough. But I do think that, you know, they're going to have to somehow assimilate either Spider-Man or do something with with bigger I, known I, characters. I don't know.
1: If I, I'm taking a guess here, but I think they're really banking on your next big movie, The Marvels. <laughs> i think that's a big th- i think i really do think that's a big thing for them because they're bringing three different t- things together like i just yeah I, I think that'll be big for them um i agree with you is on the way too. thunderbolts is interesting because it's it's very suicide squatty, right yep like you're taking lesser known characters or characters from other movies essentially that we liked even those that we didn't because a lot of people like ghost um but you know you got like red guardian right it's red guardian i think but that'll be interesting. Um,
0: yeah, it's going it, to be...
1: I mean, and I guess Deadpool's Phase 6, that's a, that's a little bit away, but, you know, again, like, Deadpool, Deadpool in this place. Deadpool. <laughs> We're going to find out what Deadpool... Is. like. They should say it. Like, like, everyone's saying the right thing, but uh, I want to see it to believe it.
0: Yeah, I agree with you. I think the Marvels, because it ties in three of them, and it ties in three storylines, yeah. I think that's going to be a big, big film for them. And everyone loved... Um, and they've well, tried to Ms. Marvel, yeah. the Marvels as the most powerful
1: beings, I think, in the MCU. I think they've gone out of their way to kind of establish
0: that. Right, you and know? I I think there's going to be some connection because at the end of Ms. Marvel, they said that she was a mutant. There might be some X-Men connection started there. Yeah. We'll I see. Just
1: like, I, but I, I, I think it's shocking we're going to get the X-Men, the earliest phase seven. I know. Right? Like, I, I would have... Dude, if this was Warner Brothers, we would have had a movie... <laughs> We would have two canceled movies by now. (laughs) Probably.
0: You're probably right about that. But uh, yeah, so we'll see. I do think obviously the stronger films are coming up and I do think that majors as Kang is going to be a draw for a lot of people, especially if they see this movie, because he's fantastic. So, you know, I think that's going to help this go along. But I do I do agree that without the big name characters it's going to be tough sledding. so
1: We'll see. This is where good storytelling usually wins out. Yep. If you can write a hell of a story, people don't care.
0: You're yeah. right. So you brought up the Thunderbolts, and we have a little bit of casting news. So I'll just throw that out there. Uh, Steven Yun, who obviously most people probably know from The Walking Dead, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, he has been cast in the Thunderbolts. Um. Again, as we always say, we have no idea who he's playing. <laughs> But I'm going to assume it's going to be one of the main characters, uh, or somehow one of the main characters because most of them are already cast. But I'm going to assume they're going to have to ha- throw him in as some kind of um, important figure.
1: I'm going to say so. he's the villain of the season. You think so? Uh, just because I feel like all the the main good guys, or yes, the, the Thunderbolts themselves, right, have in cast. I'm right. assuming he's going to be the villain. And he's a big enough name on TV, where I think that'll be a draw.
0: Yeah, I mean, he's definitely like I said. If you know him from The Walking Dead, um, he won, he got an Oscar nomination from the movie Minari. Uh, he was in Nope, uh, so and obviously he's the voice of um, Invincible. Invincible. Yeah, so you know he's a, he's a known guy. So I think it's an excellent casting, and we like him. Like I, I like his work. I, I'm pretty sure you Do like you his think work. You so. could
1: take him in a fight,
0: Steve Young. I don't know would i think you got him <laughs> i don't know i don't want to
1: i have no reason to fight him i never said you did but i'm just asking you think you'd take him in a fight sure why not there you go champion never backs down to a why fight why not challenge steven
0: somehow it'll happen no i'm you, um, going down steve yep so that's a little bit of good news though we, you know I, like that's i said good. I, that's very good news Anytime we hear about casting in projects, we know that they're still active, so that's always that's always a good thing that that they're still casting. Uh, you know, they're adding cast to this. So, and I think that's going to be a fantastic film. So we'll see, see what happens. Uh, one th- one movie that is not tracking well uh, is Shazam: Fury of the Gods, the sequel. Um, so far, it's tracking for a low key thirty-five to forty million domestic debut. Dude, that's which, such a bummer. Which crazily is more than. I think the first one did. No, the first one domestically made 53.5. So I guess that's more. So basically what you're
1: telling me is this movie's going to be good. No one's going to go see it and it's not going to make it. It's basically the first movie all over again.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I mean, you know, I always think these tracking numbers are very, I don't know. I don't know how they look into them and how they exactly make these come up with these estimates usually on point though like the ant-man
1: numbers the ant-man tracking numbers are fine
0: yeah so i don't know and if i guess this i don't know people have how many people have screened this movie yet i have no idea uh but i do think that the maybe the unrest and everything that's going on with dc and the fact that it is it's changing that some people might not they're thinking people might not see it because of that Uh, i think that might be hurting it so, you know, or I if don't you're know. gonna, I don't know,
1: whatever, I'm gonna go see it. Yeah, me too. Like, I'm gonna go I see love, it. I
0: love the first Shazam, so I'm gonna see I it. do as well.
1: It's a bummer. I mean, uh, I, I know a lot of people have mentioned like Warner Brothers isn't marketing the movie. I, th- I think they're kind of on something that I haven't seen much of anything. I mean, I don't really watch a whole lot of TV outside of like sports. I mean, so, neither, like, but I ha- I can't remember seeing an, an ad for it on TV at all.
0: Nope. Besides the trailer, uh. I haven't seen anything. And I, mm-hmm. I saw the trailer before. Amen. I mean, it was there. Uh, so was the Flash one, by the way. It's really cool to see on on the big screen. Yeah, nice. I say that. Nice. But yeah, um, I don't know. I, maybe people also are not liking the fact that Asher Angel is going to be like thirty. No, <laughs> in this movie, I don't know. Uh, but again, like you said, I'm going to go see it. So,
1: are people really that upset about Asher Angel?
0: That's whatever. He's He's the co-lead. I know, but like his age I mean, is such a big deal. Yeah, kind of is when you're playing. He's supposed to be playing a teenager. Kind of I is. I mean,
1: Tobey Maguire played a teenager in, in spider That's true. He was
0: like 90. No, I'm kidding.
1: <laughs> he was <laughs> like 30-something. I mean, like, he was so old.
0: I know. It's, I don't know. oh
1: Hollywood. Toby Maguire. I've, you sound I've, like Rick complaining about the, the the kid at the end of Dark
0: Knight. I'm not complaining. You're like, oh, I can't. We're in the movie. like,
1: No, no, I'm not complaining
0: at all. That's fine. I I don't care. Uh, But people might. Other people might. One movie. Yeah. But one movie I do care about was the one I just mentioned, The Flash. Mm -hmm. Uh, And we got word that it's going to screen at CinemaCon, uh, which tells you just how much confidence they have in this this movie. And the more we hear stuff like this, I think the happier we should be. Uh, yeah, I mean, film.
1: was the last time they did uh, screenings at CinemaCon, it was Top Gun and yes. Batman, so you're kind of like, wow, okay, so this is really, really positive Yep Really positive, positive. and uh, it's just, you know, we're, it's crazy, Eric, that we're we're almost there I know a f- a f- Eric, a Flash movie I know Eric a flash movie we're talking about a flash movie at cinemacon like i honestly thought this movie was never going to happen so like <laughs> the fact that it's going to happen and apparently it's like nothing short of epic is i'm like uh, rewarding almost
0: <laughs> yeah i mean it definitely it's bringing together so many elements i think that obviously you know with we, we what we've talked about most is keaton's return Uh, So I think that's probably the biggest thing, but it's bringing together elements of all these different universes that, you know, we're going to have, we either had or we're going to have, I think it's going to be very, very cool in that aspect. And I think it's going to set up what, what Saffron and Gunn want to do. We know it's supposed to set that up. So yeah, this is, this is, this is the event. Like I felt like when we were hearing about No Way Home, I kind of feel like the flash about how we were feeling about going into No Way Home. I kind of feel like Mm -hmm. that about this. I feel Good. it's kind of the same kind of hype
1: okay. uh, behind yep. it.
0: Well, so, they originally
1: were supposed to come out around, around the same time, weren't they? The Flashman yeah. moved so many times. I thought yes. At one point, they had similar release dates. Yes.
0: So. so. It's, yeah, it's going to be cool, but they I'm looking forward gonna, to it. Yep i'm I'm pretty sure we're going to start get once it's screened at CinemaCon. We're going to obviously we'll get more buzz after it. People will be like I can't say anything, but you know. I just hope – I pray to God nobody records it, but I'm pretty sure they're going to have no recording stuff in there.
1: That's my aren't, those, aren't the people who are seeing this more industry professionals anyway?
0: Yeah, but when does that ever mattered?
1: Yeah, but I feel like these are like high-toting, like suit-and-tie types who are like, you know, just sipping cognac and tooting their own horns. Like, I don't think there's many, like, you know, there's not like people who actually care. This is more like a money thing.
0: <laughs> yeah, I agree. So, well one thing we know that is coming after uh, one of the movies that was announced by James Gunn is Superman Legacy and we got a little bit more news James Gunn has been fantastic when it comes to (laughs) giving information about going God as we know he's always been really really good with the fans Mm -hmm. and he continues that he continues to be interactive he continues to try to tell us what what he can tell us Mm -hmm. so uh, we know that Superman Legacy was is going to predate the new DCU, obviously. So that's kind of a cool little tidbit right. of information. So he's active before he's been around, so right. So he's not know, new on the job. Definitely not new. Uh so we also found out that he that Gunn was writing it uh before he got the job to run DC Films. Uh, we heard got a little bit of information like that, so that means that this has been on the horizon for a while. And I wonder if it had any connection with the JJ Abrams stuff. I just when I read that and he said that, I was kind of like, I wonder if it, this has ties into that at all? Or
1: I don't know. I, I've always believed that James Gunn will write and direct this movie. Um, I think that's what he was originally supposed to do was write and direct the Superman movie for this DCU. And then eventually he ended up just running the whole thing. Um, I think, (laughs) they were, but here's the thing. I think they're that impressed with what he did with Superman that, that they decided to give him the keys to the castle here. That's kind of how I interpreted all this. Um, and how could you not? Because let's be honest, James Gunn's kind of been on fire in terms of the genre since he really entered it. Uh, so, you know, that's, 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 you know, look, I think that uh, the dominoes have all fallen in place where they should. So.
0: Yeah. I mean, this all came about because people, I, there were rumors, right. People were saying, Oh, he's going to be older and he might have a kid. Cause Jonathan Kent was kind of mentioned as being involved in, there's a lot of speculation going on, but, uh, yeah, that's doesn't seem to be the case. We just know that he, apparently he's going to be an inexperienced cop reporter at the Daily Planet and Lois Lane will be his colleague at this point. So they're not even an item. So I
1: kind of like that though. I like, I like it when Clark has to hide his identity.
0: Me too. That's one of the best things about the character. I agree. And when
1: she knows, it's fun when Lois knows and she can, she can get in on the gag, you know? Right, but uh, I like I like it when he's got to hide his identity. I'm with you. Like, there's something funny about Clark just stumbling into a broom closet and flying out the window that I enjoy.
0: Yep, all that stuff that that are in the that's in the the Donner film, the Superman seventy eight, all that fun stuff with yeah, and, like you find stuff like that you know? with Ruby Spears, Superman cartoons and stuff like that. It's so it's yeah. so much fun. All that stuff is fun. So it's one of the best things about Superman. Yeah. How how glasses are are the only thing that hides his identity. <laughs> it's crazy. Uh, but it's still fun. It's all fun stuff. It brings you back to the being a naive a naive kid. Yeah. So. Yes it does. Well, another thing that another one of Gunn's projects that was announced is the Paradise Lost uh prequel series on HBO max, the Wonder Woman prequel series. And as we know in wonder woman, uh, Robin Wright played antiope, right? That's her name. Antiope. Antiope. Yeah. And so she was recently asked, you know, would she want to play or play again? She said she'd love to, she loved playing at Amazon, uh, you know, she was it was an interview with yahoo i believe yeah there's an interview with yahoo she's like i love it i'd love playing it i'd love to go back there she says she hasn't received a call yet and then she says maybe she's too old (laughs) so uh she looked she's aged very well so i think she could still pull it off and i think it'd be great to have her back uh but what do you think pete do you do you want to see her
1: I would love to. I have an Antiope uh, Funko Pop over my shoulder here. So I'm a big fan of her character. I think she's great. And uh, I just... I'd love to see her back. I think she was fantastic in the role. I loved... You know, I love Wonder Woman 84. So I'm one of the few. So that opening sequence in there was really cool and how she kind of taught Diana a lesson was fun. Um, I don't think she'll be back because I got a feeling this is going to be one of those characters that kind of gets the reboot after The Flash. Um, We'll see. You know, recent... um, toy ads aside <laughs> i feel like uh you know we got one more uh we got one more appearance of wonder woman and then i think things are going to change for you know that character but um yeah i mean hey i'd be down um i'm really excited uh that they're gonna do uh, this paradise island show um i hope it
0: gets made so um, i'd be excited to see that stuff the crazy thing the crazy thing about this whole slate when it was announced it Gun made it very clear that all these things might not be happening at the same time. So, in the same time frame, I don't mm. want to say timeline, but the same time frame. So, it's a nonlinear while, universe, right? <laughs> so, while I agree with you, I don't know if we'll get Gal Gadot back as Wonder Woman. I do think that she, if she wants to, I think they'll they'll do that. I think it's really going to be up to her. Uh, so that's my opinion, but. I would love to see Robin Wright. She's a fantastic actress. I love her and most of the stuff she did. Um she's done. Everything I've seen her in, I usually come away very impressed. So if she if she gets the nod to be in this, uh, I think it'd be great. Uh she did ask the interviewer to make it happen for her. <laughs> so, you know, that would be cool if the Yahoo people call, like, hey. But I'm sure Gunn, as he seems to know everything and hears everything, I'm sure that conversation has been had. Uh, mm-hmm. In some respects, so it'd be well, I'm, cool. sure he,
1: he ha- I'm sure it happened during that uh, heated exchange he had with Patty Jenkins that everyone talked about a few months ago.
0: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right? that where he hated like he hated her.
1: Or yeah, <laughs> and then he fired like, well, her sure We didn't even meet with them. Like, it was like yeah, oh God.
0: So. right. Everyone jumps on the first bit of news. Yeah. Hey, look,
1: you know, I we'll see what happens, but uh, it, you know, I'm glad that we got her in two movies.
0: Let's I'll say that.
1: Yeah. Was she in Justice League
0: at all? I don't remember.
1: I know... um, I don't
0: think so. Yeah, no. Connie Connie Nielsen was. was. Connie Nielsen was. I don't know if... Connie uh, Nielsen was. I don't remember her being in it. Yeah, I don't think she was in Justice League. either. I agree.
1: I agree. Good old JL finds its way in the conversation every time.
0: Yep. Never (sighs) fails. (laughs) All right. Well, one thing... Another thing that we're all we all can't wait to see is the sequel to The Batman, and we know it's going to be begin filming in November of twenty twenty three. So it's gonna start where building in the corner this year. And like I said in the in the BOF chat, because Bill posted this first, all everything great happens in November. Everything great. Is your birthday in November? In, my birthday is in November. <laughs> the birth of the Aquaman. So that is a perfect time to birth another Batman movie perfect time
1: I, man i am just i was telling bill this the other day i did a show with him for batman on film have you had a movie come and go and feel like it was just yesterday when it comes to the batman like honestly i feel like i was in texas not too long ago
0: it's yeah it's been, been almost a year. a year yeah it's been almost a and year. and then
1: we're gonna get but... that bridge with the penguin it's gonna feel like we saw this like it's, it's crazy how fast time has gone by to the point of pre-production of the sequel
0: I, the only movie I felt that way about was probably The Force Awakens. That's probably the movie where I was like, after it came out, I felt like it. That whole year and a half until the next one came out, like I kind of felt, yeah, I feel like I just saw this. It's just stuck Ooh. in my brain.
1: Yeah,
0: uh, and I this watched one it too. Last night. Yeah, no, this <laughs> the Force Awakens. <laughs> no, God, no, the Batman. <laughs> no, I agree with you. Like, I, I agree. It's, it's a movie that. It's so good, and this their performances by certain actors are so good. Like you just remember them, and they stick in your head. Uh, so yeah, I yeah to the point we're getting a TV show by one of them. I know, I know. I really wish that Catwoman would happen too, but I have no idea that's ever going to happen. But I really liked the concept for that
1: mm-hmm.
0: when they mentioned it. So yeah, but it's around I, the corner, guys. It's coming. I can't believe it. I know. I know. Feels like just yesterday. I was hanging out with Rick Shue in Texas. Oh boy, (laughs) not going down that road. Uh, So I was kind of—I've been kind of thinking about this though. Now that we're talking about the Batman Two, with everything going on uh, in DC, and we know we're going to have another Batman that exists in a separate universe, but concurrently with this one, uh, do you think we're going to get a trilogy for the from Reeves? I don't know.
1: I don't know. I don't know right. if the T V show will help his uh, trilogy speed along a little faster than intended or or what. Um He seems to be a guy who would like to do a trilogy though, I feel like. He only did two of the apes movies, but that's two of three. Right. You know? And he didn't actually, and it doesn't exactly end either. Like his apes movies left for to be carried on. I don't know it seems, it did. I, I don't know if his Batman is meant to be carried on.
0: Well, but the only reason I, I asked that question,
1: he sounds, he sounds like Nolan sometimes when he talks about, he's mentioned actually, like he says as a complete story, I guess, but the Caesar arc is complete, but that story can still go on, you know, like so much.
0: Well, I think with all the, like I said, we have the penguin coming and then if other shows come from that, uh, you know, come out of that, I don't know if that, I know they said that that specific, you know, that, like the, the GCPD show wasn't happening, but then they mm-hmm. said they were going to meld it with like the Arkham Asylum. Remember we heard that and put mm-hmm. that together and make, I don't know if that's still an idea that's out there in the universe. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. you know, but I do think that if he does only do two Batman movies, we might get his Batman on these shows, uh, which
1: would be interesting. Well, they've been talking about seeing the Batman on the penguin. Right. Yeah. So I see, I don't think that it's going to happen much. We're talking about only eight episodes, right? I think one episode to get people in with Batman is is enough. I want it to be a Penguin show. I want want to see Penguin. Oh, I agree. You know, I don't want to see Batman. I want to see Penguin. Uh, you know, it, 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 it's cool that he pops up. I was content if Gordon was just going to pop up. You know, um, that just made sense to me. But, well,
0: yeah, we know what that was supposed to be. What Gotham was, right? Gotham was supposed to be about Jim Gordon. And then, of course, Bruce Wayne shows up and it becomes about Batman. Like just (laughs) kind of happens that way. So anytime you have a Batman or Bruce Wade in the area, the show always moves to that or the, the, whatever it is, the visual media, the audio media, (laughs) the comic book, obviously it's always going to go towards his storyline. Except for Gotham Noir, actually that one, he was there, but just in the background, that is a true Jim Gordon story. Uh, So that's the one thing I just came, came to mind, but that's, you know, it's usually, he, he usually takes over, which makes sense.
1: There's none, yeah. there's none
0: of this without him. So it, it makes sense.
1: I get you. I get you. Um. So yeah, I don't know. I mean, I hope we get a trilogy because I really enjoy what I've seen from Matt Reeves. You know, some people don't, that's unfortunate, but I've really enjoyed what I've gotten. So it'd be ashamed to only get two movies in my opinion, if I have to be a greedy fan.
0: Yeah, I think that, I think the problem, one of the problems with the Batman and not for me but for a lot of people was um it's not that accessible right like it's not
1: i see i don't have that problem to me it's you don't right so i don't get I, it I don't. So when you say that i'm like oh geez that but, sucks for you. <laughs> well i
0: mean it's well it for some people it might be too artistic right it's definitely it got more of an artistic vibe than i guess I mean, yeah, the riddler
1: looks funky i guess i don't know That's right just
0: and then it's not for kids, really. It's really not uh, a kids' movie. Kowalski, please. So, you know, Well, not just him. I mean, I a lot of people would not take their kids to see that movie.
1: I, apparently, eighty nine so, was scary back in the day. I mean, the penguin was the scariest thing in the world. Apparently, at one point, like, I mean, give me a break.
0: I remember, I remember people being upset about the first time you see the Joker in eighty nine, and people saying kids shouldn't see that i remember that i remember that being a pro- I mean i was 13 oh so i was kind of old enough please. like it was pg-13 so i'm like yes <laughs> there's no blood there's no boobs the but batman's fine i agree I, i'm agree? not the person you need to speak to i'm with you on this
1: is there even any swearing
0: is there i don't think there is
1: oh happy fucking halloween in the beginning i guess yeah Okay he says it once If you subscribe to HBO your kids have heard these words I don't care how strict you are (laughs) They know the passcode For the TV (laughs) They will find a way give your kids credit Because they are sneaky sneaky children Um, I agree You know so I don't know So, but If they've heard you two argue They've heard you say bad words (laughs) (laughs) That's for sure
0: I mean I have to say My parents were not did not curse in front of us But i mean they my parents it, i'm sure they got heated time.
1: every once in a while something slipped right
0: you know, oh just... yeah like certain words i know i never heard them say but there are other words i i've yeah. heard them say
1: so let's come on well one Not, and everyone's got a phone for crying out loud so they've no, they definitely watched oh, some nowadays of, yeah yeah
0: nowadays 100 percent. good luck well one movie that is getting a trilogy is venom and tom hardy told us that it's in pre-production <laughs> So we are getting a Venom three oh, guys, dude. and after Venom, uh, let there be carnage. Oof, I have no God. idea why. Yeah. Getting... <laughs> I'm, me and Eric on the same fan. I'm always weird. <laughs>
1: I actually have grown to really like. I actually walked out the first time seeing Venom hating it, but I've grown to really enjoy it because it's so stupid. Yeah, the second the one thing. didn't have the second one didn't have any of that charm.
0: Nope, had none of the the the, the second
1: one feels like a movie where there's scenes missing.
0: Yes. The first one had a little bit of more sentimentality, like you could connect to Eddie a little bit more. I didn't feel that at all. Uh in the second And then second they threw one. him in
1: the MCU, which made no sense at all. Like, oh God.
0: No, it didn't. But it just opens the pot. like I think they just wanted to throw him in there to open the door for possibility for the future. Sure. Uh so but as we know also, we're getting Craven the Hunter soon. Uh do you so- think Keaton
1: pops up as the vulture? <laughs>
0: I have no idea. Someone's uh, got to
1: pop up after credits. Like, I wonder what the post credit scene for Craven
0: is. I have no idea. But that movie, I'm interested in Mo- that
1: Morbius one. and Craven together. I don't know.
0: Well, yeah, if they're keeping Morbius in
1: this universe they're doing this sinister, this sinister Six thing, that's what right? they say.
0: That's what they say. I have. That's I what mean, the of,
1: That's how I got with the end of Morbius was they're forming the Sinister Six,
0: right? Right, and if they are going to do that. Who's doing it?
1: It looks like the Vulture.
0: No, I mean, is it going to be a Sony movie or is it going to be an MCU movie? Oh, no, it's a Sony movie. Is Tom Holland going to be in it? We don't know what Spider-Man it is. That's what I mean. This is is crazy stuff. Crazy stuff. But the fact that we're getting a third Venom really does surprise me. I'm (laughs) I'm not even lying about that. That's... Because it didn't make... The first one made
1: money, surprisingly.
0: Yeah. The second one... I don't think it did. And even Woody Harrelson sucked in it. Like, that's...
1: Nico loves
0: it. That's the he likes. Adrian Adrian.
1: Does he really? Adrian. Nico's a big f- uh, supporter of this movie. Yeah.
0: Oh wow, I didn't know that. Yeah, that's a little surprising. Be honest, I did not. Hmm. Okay. Wow. Wow.
1: Awkward silence. Nico. <laughs> he's
0: it just it doesn't seem him. it doesn't seem like the type of movie he would like. That's why he but, does. He digs it. He's
1: he's a big fan of this movie. Hey, that's he, cool. You like he, him, loves, you he, likes. he loves he uh, loves anything black suit. So venom venom carries over. Okay.
0: All right, since we're talking about sequels and trilogies and all this other stuff, the one sequel we never got was Daredevil. Uh, of course, I'm talking about the Ben Affleck Daredevil, and it's the 20th anniversary, which I feel really old saying that. <laughs> but but it's the 20th anniversary of Ben Affleck's Daredevil, Ben Affleck and Mark Steven Johnson's uh, Daredevil.
1: I like and that movie. huh? I like that movie. Do you? I do. You ever see the director's cut? It's a, it's a little bit better.
0: I think it gets a lot of undue hate. I don't think it's as bad as people say, but it's really not a good movie.
1: It's not great, but like I saw it as a kid. Like, I mean, you know, how old was I when the movie came out? Here, was what? 99.
0: Right. Yeah. You know?
1: like no, it came out in two, two, 2003, 2003. Yeah. Kinda, still young. Jesus.
0: Damn. I was young. <laughs> yeah. I was 26 years old. I was, I was still young.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Uh,
0: but they he goes into a little Mark Stephen Johnson goes into a little a little bit about what the sequel would have been would have focused on and apparently it was going to focus on the relationship between Matt and Karen Page who in that film in the first Daredevil was played by Ellen Pompeo who most people know from Grey's Anatomy mm-hmm. uh, so have been awesome I think yeah I mean we got to see a, a good Karen on the TV show on the, mm-hmm. the Netflix show right. Great. Yeah, Deborah Ann Wall played her, and she was it was great, but they didn't really have that relationship. Um they were kind of not together. Uh they weren't getting it in. Right. So it would have been interesting to see that that arc, uh, that story being told, but we never got it.
1: Yeah, this movie did not have a good fairing, <laughs> Unfortunately. No. As a child though, I was totally into it. I was hoping we got a sequel. I love this is where I first discovered uh, Colin Farrell, actually, was Daredevil. Okay. Um, Michael Clarke as a kingpin was, yeah. uh, was a cool concept. I dug it at the time. And uh, he even got to reprise his role in the MTV animated Spider-Man show, which I thought yep. was cool. Yep. So, you know, it was uh, – I was, I was digging it, actually. You know, I, I enjoyed it. I liked the costume. Um, I, I do not like the seesaw scene like everybody else. I think it's ridiculous, but <laughs> it, 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 they needed to put that Evanescence
0: song somewhere. Didn't they kind of do that in Catwoman, too, with Benjamin I've, Bratt?
1: I've never seen Catwoman, actually. <laughs>
0: oh, you never saw it? I protested. I, I, I went full zaddy and
1: protested Catwoman. <laughs> so I guess I was zaddy <laughs> well, for you, you,
0: you didn't miss anything. I'll tell you that. Brian Haas loves it. Yes, I, think, I know.
1: I think he has it on like VHS, DVD, Betamax, PSP. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> he has like every version of Catwoman ever. Well, the real main reason why people we did not get a Daredevil sequel was because of Electro. That's basically why we didn't get it. Apparently
1: it wasn't Daredevil that was so bad, it was Electra that was so
0: bad. Right. The Electra which was bad. Like wow.
1: All I remember was Terrence stamp was stick.
0: Yep. I actually Terrence don't stamp remember the movie thick. at all. Yes. I don't remember the movie. It was weird. It was just a weird film. And Jennifer Garner, I think she's a good actress when she's not doesn't have to carry a film, but she's not a good enough actress to carry a movie. I don't think she's opinion. a good
1: actress at all. So, yeah, oh, really. Okay, well, but um, I just I was surprised they made a movie about Electra.
0: Yep, yep. I think they were just. I honestly do think they were going off of her popularity and the relate their popularity at the, the time. They were pretty big at the time. Yeah, yeah. Those two. So I think that's what got this that got Electra made. But yeah, see people, you never know. But we did, like I said, we got the Netflix show, which is such a fantastic show. And we got a great performance by Charlie Cox and we got a new Kingpin. I would have taken a Daredevil
1: movie just as good as Ben Affleck's Daredevil over Electra. Like I would have taken a bad, another bad Daredevil movie over a bad Electra movie.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like I said, I really believe that that, they were trying, just trying to capitalize on Jennifer Garner's popularity.
1: I mean, Green Lantern so. itself killed an entire shared universe plan. <laughs> <laughs> you know, Green Lantern was supposed to be the kickoff point of a shared universe at one point, And then it was so bad, they just scrapped everything. It was. It you was know, supposed uh, to be. What was it called? The Mummy did that too. Tom Cruise's Mummy was supposed to kick off an entire shared universe. A Monsterverse, yep. I remember that. that. never happened. Remember? No. And then they had to... Johnny Depp was going to be the Invisible Man. And then uh, they came up with the Aldous Hodge version Which he wasn't. It was was fantastic. Yeah, it was cool. That movie is so good. I love that movie. Too bad Black Adam wasn't
0: nearly as good. (laughs) Black Adam was fun, though. I enjoy it. We like it. Black Adam was fun. Well, the movie, one of my most anticipated movies this year is actually coming very soon, and it's Extreme Six. Maybe for Brady. (laughs) <laughs> That's already out and I couldn't care less uh, But <laughs> My mother saw it and loved it actually Good I'm glad it was made for women So good I'm glad your mother saw it and loved it That's fantastic uh, But I'm talking about Scream 6
1: 80 for Zach Wilson And
0: wow <laughs> <laughs> A big deal scream, scream. In, the tra- in the trailer for Scream 6 A big deal Yes, Is the shotgun
1: Yes, in the in the bodega.
0: Right. So it's been a big question and people wanted to talk about it. And they were talking with um Matt um Matt Bettinelli, Olpin and Tyler Gillett, who are the directors of the of Scream, and then Scream now I guess is six, but it's actually Scream Two in this version of Scream.
1: It's a little bit Scream they're advertising as Scream Six.
0: Yeah, they are. They are. So this is what he said. They were asking him about it. He defended the move of putting the shotgun saying, we don't want to be safe. We don't want it to be boring. We want it to be fun and to raise eyebrows. We heard Ghostface. When we heard Ghostface in New York and he has a shotgun, it was like, what? The two feelings of what are we doing? And we have to do it. And often intrinsically tied. And that was a perfect example of that. Gillette would add, there are a ton of fun, wonderful, classic Ghostface moments, but it's not the falling Ghostface. They continue to say, we love that, but for this this to be scary and to achieve a level of visceral attention, we wanted to put the character more in the real world. If Ghostface is trying to get through a door, it's going to happen. There's no giving up. When he's in pursuit, the pursuit doesn't end until he's achieved his goal. So I think if it's just part of it, it's fine. But I don't want him coming, walking around shotgunning people all over
1: the film. Yeah, like, he's not hobo with a shotgun. Right, but yeah. But, like, yeah, he. I don't know. He jacked this guy's shotgun, and then he killed him with it. Like, I, I thought it was fine. It was startling, because, like, oh, wow, Ghostface with a shotgun. Like, that's something I never saw before. But, like, in the context of the scene that I saw, it fit. And he, it's not like he takes it and carries it around with him. No. Um, he's still going to stab people, so. Right. And. Uh, the, don't forget, we the... watched Ghostface kill
0: somebody with a garage door at one point. So, like.
1: He's getting a little less creative, I
0: guess. That was, yeah, one of the better death scenes in Scream. I love and that absolutely one. absolutely
1: impossible, because my garage can't
0: lift up a, <laughs> that little girl. But, yes, we have seen, obviously, gun them using guns, but just never in the costume, right? Like, Billy and Stu had a gun. Jill had a gun. Richie had a gun. Uh, They all had a gun, but...
1: Genie's got a gun.
0: You know, they never... <laughs> They never are in costume with it. So, this is that's the interesting thing. I yeah. don't care. I just want to see this damn movie. I, this is again, one of my most anticipated movies of the year.
1: Yeah. And uh, it's one of those movies that I just like, oh man, so many questions. I'm so interested. And Scream Movie Out Nev is so just like, oh, wow, okay.
0: Yep. That's one of them. Like, I feel definitely like one I feel of like the like things. bad
1: fan for seeing this. Um, but, oh,
0: what was that? Anyway. um, That was uh, a was motorcycle.
1: Oh, okay. Cause I thought it was Leia.
0: <laughs> no, you hear her too, but she's not that bad.
1: <laughs> <laughs> like, whoa, Leia. Um, yeah, no, it's just—I think it adds a little element, and it, I think it achieves what it did. It created a lot of buzz for the movie, and so far, right. it doesn't seem like it's bad buzz either because no one's like offensive. It's not like when Batman has a gun, and everyone loses their shit. It was more or less everyone was like everyone's like, "Oh, wow, Gosh's gun. Oh, what's going on? Like, how do they doing? You know, like if anything, it was more out of curiosity
0: and questioning rather than just you know hate. I agree. So don't worry about it, folks. Don't worry about the gun. Just go and enjoy the movie. He's got a knife for most of the film. That's all we care about. you got
1: to worry about is James Gunn, because he's going to cancel all your superhero movies. It seems that way.
0: For some people, anyway. All right. Well, we can't do a show without talking about the the head honcho, right? We can't do a show without talking about Mr. Zaslav, because he's the reason we're in this position to begin with. He's the man. So a couple things. He was talking, and... uh, he said that one thing, which was positive, that he saw the Flash. He said he loved it, and it's a wow. That's what all he right, says. That's,
1: that's why it didn't get canceled. Exactly.
0: So that's why it didn't get canceled. Even with all the Ezra Miller stuff going on and all the controversy around that, apparently he saw it and he's like, yo, we need to go forward with this. Yeah, he saw
1: Batgirl and he got rid of it. He saw the Flash. He kept it.
0: Yeah. I mean, that's pretty much what it's that happened. simple. Yeah, pretty much. Uh, and speaking of Batgirl, he did not talk specifically about Batgirl, but he did talk about direct to HBO Max movies and why he doesn't want to Batgirl. keep them. Well, yeah, that's one obviously that's the one that stands out and people are gonna remember. But what he really said was they don't there's no way to show a return of investment, a return on investment for these for those films. So and films historically, that's what you need to see. That's why you get eight Transformers movies, even though they critically bomb, but they make money because everyone goes to see them because they're fun. That's how you get fast 10, right? Like that's how you get to this point with these films because they make money. So when you're doing on streaming, you can't see that. And one of the, one of the movies that they brought up is one of the movies that's out now. Uh, Magic Mike, the new one was supposed to be direct to streaming. And obviously it's not streaming. It's in the movie theater is it doing well so i don't know i don't know how it's doing but it makes sense right like that theory it's not it's not so much a theory that that's the proven model that works and that's why you're getting uh you know that's why you're not getting these movies direct to to hbo max anymore it's different when it's netflix and netflix is a streaming service right and they make a movie that's what they make it for but when you're warner brothers you're known for making big screen movies and
1: They're not just TV movies, Eric.
0: Right. So, oh, I do actually have news about... I do have the numbers on Magic Mike. So, uh, it grows less than the past Magic Mike movies, but they're pleased with the film's performance because of the lower budget and the lower production costs that went into making it. So, there you go. So,
1: it sounds like they made it cheaper and it's making less money, but it's still within reasonable
0: yeah it was released it was a released uh 1500 theaters originally and then they another to full 3000 uh this past weekend so yep all right and it's weird because it's a Soderbergh film and he's such a every time I see his name you expect it to be this you know bigger event he's such he's really such a good director but Mm -hmm. yeah so that's it guys that's the reason why uh we're not getting these streaming films on HBO Max, that's why we're getting shows, right? That's what we get there. So, just want to throw that out there. But don't hate this man; he's trying. He's trying his best. <laughs> that's all I can say. He's trying his best. The great and powerful Zaslav. Yes. The another uh, another person. That uh, doesn't seem like a German last name. No, it sounds more Croatian or something.
1: Okay, fair enough.
0: I don't know, but. So another hero, another, we talked, we mentioned him before talking about in the MCU, but there was a previous version of the Incredible Hulk that we got, and it was just called Hulk, Ang Lee's um, 2003 entry of the Hulk. Um, of We've the been talking with
1: Ang Lee's Hulk for a while now. Like, it seems to always creep up in the news.
0: I know. And Eric Bana obviously played, played um, Banner and the Hulk.
1: Jennifer um, Connelly.
0: Yeah, Jennifer Connelly. Uh, Nick Nolte was in the movie, uh, so and it's coming up again. Uh, and Angley spoke about it, and he said that it would be harder to make this movie now because superheroes uh, films obviously were not a genre yet; they were kind of just one-offs that people did. And then, of course, after this film, of course, you got the Dark Knight trilogy, and then the MCU began, and it's just trying to change the whole game, but. Lee went on to say that six months before the Hulk was coming out, there was Sam Raimi Spider-Man. And then you take the comic books, but you do whatever you want with them because it wasn't a genre. And they said those movies that had over hundred million dollar budgets, nobody really knew how to control them with pre without previews or anything. We just kept going. Hopefully this will work. So it was an indulgence, which I think is harder to happen now. So he's kind of, it's kind of to me, uh, he's kind of talking like, I guess, whatever the else worlds is going to be for DC. Um, like these cult type films, the, those kinds of things, to me, he's basically saying that, uh, you know, it's harder to do that now, and I don't really know if I agree with him.
1: I thought he was talking about being creative. Like he he was very creative in how he made like the movie seem like it was comic book panels come to life. Like now you kind of have like an idea of what a superhero movie should be like, and his movie still after all this time is is visually kind of. It stands on its own, you know, like he was doing right. some crazy things at that time. And I think that's what he's talking about. Like It was like he could kind of experiment and play around and be creative, whereas now people kind of expect him to be like these gigantic, bombastic, you know, popcorn, you know, explosion movies, you know, <laughs> like right. it's you kind of have like this idea of what it is. It's, it's like part eighties action, part like cartoon, you know, like it's, it's bigger than life. Most of these comic book movies and his movie was, was doing that, but like he tried to do it visually differently. So that's kind of what I was thinking. Like, you know, he's like, Oh, you know, there weren't that many,
0: so I could kind of get funky. Yeah. He's, you know, you wouldn't have the freedom now, basically is what he's saying to
1: do. Especially in the MCU.
0: Agreed. I think that would be a little bit more difficult. Uh, we've seen what they've done with the Hulk and there's been good stuff they've done and there's been bad stuff they've done uh, with the character. Um, but the it Hulk is a very interesting movie. I'll say that. Uh, I don't hate it. I don't love it. It's kind of, but it's kind of, it's has its own little niche. It's It's own little thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, a Very interesting take on the character. Very interest, interesting story he built around it, but that's what he's talking about. Like he got to make a Hulk movie that he wanted the the one that he wanted to make. Uh, I just, I don't know. I don't agree with it. Yeah. So you did
1: Movie to pop pop in and watch.
0: Yeah, it was, it was definitely a fun film. I, uh, it just was weird.
1: (laughs) Yeah. It's not like the definitive Hulk movie, but I got, I don't mind the take.
0: No, I liked it more than I liked what they did with him in Ragnarok. I can say that. I'll agree with that. Yes.
1: Yes. I will Gladly agree with that. So
0: there are good things in Ragnarok. That was not one of them. <laughs> so
1: I agree with that.
0: Yes. So. Another one of the movies that we'll flip, we'll go back now to the MCU for a little bit for our final story. Actually a little bit of news that we got about wonder man. That was one of the series that was spoken mm-hmm. about by Feige at the, at the Disney investors call. So Wonder Man has a director now. Uh Stella Meggie is her name. Okay. Um yes, yeah, so she's kind of the showrunner. Uh she di- she directed the fo- the movie the photograph. Uh she will be directing episodes of Wonder Man. Daniel Desson Cretton will also be uh directing episodes. But we have a little bit more of a uh what's it called? Structure now around Wonder Man.
1: I still know nothing about this character, so
0: well, let me give Wonder you a Man, synopsis. Here, you want a little synopsis? A synopsis. His name is Simon Williams. He assumes control of his family's munitions business before the following the death of his father. Sounds like Tony Stark. <laughs> After encountering heavy competition from Tony Stark's Stark industry Simon gains ion-based powers. Initially serving as an antagonist to the Avengers, Simon switches sides and becomes a key member of the team. So, of course, Yaha Abdul Mateen will be playing him. So, that is a good, that is a plus in oh, their category. So. Yes. So he, will, he will be there. Uh, so, yeah. So, this is good news, I think. Uh, we have some directors. This is I one of the I Yaha titles.
1: was in this, in this. Was this a movie or a show?
0: It's a show. It's going to be I a forgot series. I Yaha was in this. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I, look, I still
1: know nothing about Wonder Man. We'll check it out. Um, Yaha was great as uh, Dr. Manhattan.
0: He was, he was fantastic. Yeah. So, all right, we'll give it a shot. See what yeah. it is.
1: Wonder yep. Man, Aquaman, Holes Man.
0: Oh yeah. If this we're, we're to the music portion of the show, Pete sings the hits. That's well. Eric actually writes them <laughs> for me.
1: You know, Eric was on was going to be on American Idol.
0: That's true. I tried out. He I did. did.
1: Kiss from a Rose. No, song.
0: did not sing that.
1: He a huge Seal fan. Kiss from Rose. No. <laughs> well, da 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 da
0: Let's pull it back. Rewind. <laughs> You
1: know, once I get that Schumacher in me, all of a sudden I just you know I get all. Whoa!
0: Sick. You just said a whole mouthful there. Yeah, baby.
1: You know, all of a sudden I got neons and bat nipples everywhere. It's crazy. So, Gotham's crazy. Who's this neon gang? Sugar yeah. and spice and everything nice.
0: Pete's wearing his robe again, guys. He's got his. his robe.
1: This is my Batman Forever robe. Yes, that's his robe on. I got it from Matt Ballard. So, it's awesome. It's so cozy, soft. It's almost I think, tr- I think it's fleece.
0: I do love that that logo. I guess it's considered a logo.
1: It is a logo. It's totally yeah. a logo. Yeah. It's a movie's logo. Yeah. Well, yep. That's true. Surprisingly, they did not use enough question mark for the Batman. That's true. They See, didn't like Batman Forever, they relied heavily on the question
0: mark, but Batman they did not. Yes, Batman Forever was the riddler that people got to know. For most of their life, was the Frank Gorshin version of the Riddler? Yep. Pretty much, that's what Batman Forever was. Uh, this one was not that <laughs> at no. all. But uh, I guess just right It's not the Riddler. Hmm. It was great nonetheless. Oh please, it was great. It
1: that was, was fantastic. fantastic.
0: It was great. So, all right, we've come to the end of the line. Have we? We have for this one. All right, this is it one hundred and nine? One hundred and nine is, is in, in the, the can, books. ready to go. It is. It's ready. So, Pete, tell them where they could talk to you.
1: Uh, you can follow me on social media. That's Twitter, Instagram, Mastodon, and Zack Snyder's favorite platform. Vero. Do you really use
0: Mastodon? You don't use Mastodon.
1: I maybe have a post. I'm going to use it until uh, it's not a thing anymore. <laughs> I don't use it. I just talk about it because everyone's like, oh, Elon Musk is going to shut down Twitter. Like, oh, God, yeah, that it. didn't happen. Yeah, something you don't pay for, you're going to cry about. Uh, <laughs> anyway yeah. uh my handle is at pete illustrated my instagram account is the largest Hasbula fan account out of the state of new jersey consider totally following nice. that if you love the king of dagestan um you can follow my podcast that i co-host with the champion of long island here that is this podcast you're listening to right now straight at gotham at straight underscore o underscore g on both instagram and twitter we have a facebook group and a facebook fan page consider joining both i also do another podcast With the Carusos, the Italian Spider-Man Coalition, followed out at Italians for Spidey on Twitter. It's tough wrangling up Nico. He's out and around just spreading the seed all across Chicago. (laughs) Like, I can't track the kid down. He's gone Hugh Hefner on us. Where is Nico Caruso? Somebody, please, get a hold of this kid. Um, I'm all over BatmanOnfilm.com. I'm all over Batman on Film YouTube. I've got interviews and toy reviews and comic book reviews. I'm on chapter by chapter with Justin. I'm on cartoon by cartoon with Hoss, I did one with him. Uh, Batman Animation is actually the little is the real. Yeah, name. I was like, that's not what it's called. I call it cartoon by cartoon because <laughs> I do what I want around here. <laughs> so I recently just did an episode of Harley Quinn with Hoss. Oh, that's um, great. So check that out. Um, maybe me and you would do a brave and the bold episode with Aquaman. Maybe I'll, maybe I'll, I'll maybe I'll link that up, you know, this so way you can talk about yourself. You narcissistic bastard. <laughs> Don't forget to follow at team yellow oval on Twitter. It's going to be a lot of fun with the return of Keaton. I'm wearing, I wore one of my Keaton sweatshirts out earlier. Now I got my Batman forever robe on because it's so cozy and I like, uh, you know, slipping a little bat nip to Eric. Um, and uh, what nice. else? Got I think that's it, Champ. I think you're gonna take it away, seal it up, lock it up. You know, get it done, get it in.
0: No, you forgot your other podcast, the Dagestani Chronicles. Oh, that's right. I'm gonna start a
1: hezbollah based podcast. Here we go. The the, the the devastation of the devastator of Dagestan, basically Habib- <laughs> Hezbollah, the, the heavyweight champion of the world, everyone's favorite man who's five feet tall. Uh, I'm gonna get started on that. I also have the Hulk Book Club that I'm starting with Ryan Lauer. Uh, don't forget that. That's coming up soon. Um, straight you know, out of two, Gamma. Straight out of Gamma. I still have my Eric Holzman biographies from Tampa Bay to Long Island, back to the Atlantic, the true life of the Aquaman under the sea. And then what,
0: what was the other one? Uh, it's as one? long as the birds of prey title.
1: Yeah. And then it's the Long Island Slong. <laughs> How I Met Your Mom. <laughs> the Eric Holzman love book. Read this on Valentine's Day.
0: Oh, my God.
1: Okay. Uh, Long Island Strong, is so How I Met Your Mom. <laughs> oh
0: Doing boy, the best for
1: last, people.
0: All right, <laughs> I don't know how I can follow that, but I'm gonna have to. So, if you guys want to talk to me about the, any of those books, hit me <laughs> up on Twitter at finally thirty three. Spell finale thirty uh, three. You know, if you want to DM me some of the more intimate questions, you could do that too. If you if How I you, Met Your Mom. <laughs> You can, you can kind of do that instead. Uh, <laughs> definitely will not answer you, but you could try that. <laughs> Who says message me so I can ignore you. Um, Don't forget about our Facebook group, our Facebook page. Uh, I put up a poll today asking about your hype olives for the Batman.
1: about olives. Like, what do you no, like? No, oh, no, no. Not so, so olives.
0: Olives. No, no. This is about Pickle your hype. Loaf. The hype for the flash. I want to know your, how hyped you are for the flash. Uh, You know, so that's a good topic. So I think most people had been answering that they are hyped. Some people would say they're just hyped for Keaton because of Keaton. So we'll see how that turns out, but definitely go over there and check that out. Uh, And everything else we do in the group, we like having conversation in there. It's fun to do fun for us to throw again, the, the, Articles are always there, so you guys want to talk about them in real time. You could always do that before we before interact we talk with about the them page. Money. Damn it! Definitely interact with the page, though. We definitely want to have discussions there. Uh, as you guys know, my other venture. I'm a fan of the New York Knicks. I do a weekly uh, live stream every Wednesday night called All Nicked Up. There's also a Twitter handle for that. It's at all underscore nicked underscore up. You guys can hit me up over there. You want to discuss the New York Knicks? You want to Did you to watch. enjoy last
1: night's ceremony?
0: I did. I did. They're playing very well. I'm kind of surprised at how well they're playing, but that was cool to see. I can't believe it's been 50 years since they actually won a title, but it has been. So and what are we going to do? But yeah, a lot of the guys still looked good. Still looked, uh, Bill Bradley was Clyde, there. Clyde always looks good. Yeah. Clyde is Clyde is the vampire. He just doesn't age. <laughs> he's He <black laughs> <That's, you are. laughs> just does not age. He, he looks fantastic. Uh, so if you guys want to talk about that, about the 73 team that they honored last night, or just how well the Knicks are playing, hit me up at, uh, again at all underscore Nick underscore up. Watch the, the live stream every week. It's at nine o'clock Eastern time or directly after the game. Uh, we go live right away. Me, my buddy, Ty, and my buddy, Craig. Uh, so the, we, when they,
1: they play like Knicks. the Clippers, you're doing it at nine o'clock regardless.
0: No. Well, it's weird. We haven't had a win. There wasn't a West Coast uh Wednesday.
1: Like you guys late, got lucky
0: late time so so far, but they're going out west soon, so there might be. I don't know. I gotta I gotta see, but there might be late nights
1: with holes Yeah,
0: so we'll see about that. That would not be fun uh, to do, but I don't know. Let's, maybe we we'll maybe see we should, you on Thursday. I yeah, mean, we might. <laughs> that might be when we want to move to Thursday because it'd be late, too late for people <laughs> to stay up and watch. So, but again, check us out over there. I have fun. T- we have a fun time on all nicked up. Uh, you can check out my stuff I have on Batman on film. Just search for my name. You'll find my Titans reviews. You find some interviews with, of course, Rebecca When's that coming back? a date has been announced, but there's a release date, but we don't know it yet.
1: Cause I went to, I was like, Oh, I'm behind the Titans. I got to watch all these episodes. And I went back and I was like, Oh no,
0: I'm caught up. <laughs> I hope they wrap it up well. Cause this season has been the worst of them all. Yeah. Uh, it's not good, but I hope they wrap it up. Well, that's my hope for the end of the show. And that they put a nice little bow on that one. But again, check out all my material there, uh, and come talk to me. I appreciate the the conversation. So give me a, give me a holla, holla at your boy, like they say, holla at your boy. That's what they say in the game. Who says, and Who says I think that's it. I think that's all I have to say. <laughs> I'm done. Are you done? I'm done.
1: <laughs> yeah, I'm done. I'm done. All
0: right, yeah, you could see, you should see Pete, guys. He does look done. Uh, I'm (laughs) sure. All right, so we'll put a bow on this one for Pete. I'm Eric. You are listening to Straight Out of Gotham, and we'll see you next time.
1: Booyah!